Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Today is the 12th of June in the year 2022, and I am Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from rainy, chilly Escazú, Costa Rica. Yes, you would think that Costa Rica is not a chilly place, but when it rains a whole lot, day after day during rainy season, sometimes you can be in an experience where it is actually chilly. And that's fine because it's a nice contrast to the heat that's often here. So in any event, today is the 12th of June, as I said, and we just came off the Venus-Uranus conjunction and the moon was in opposition to that in Scorpio. And now the moon is in Sagittarius as I, as I speak. But the first thing is that we, what did that do for you? So I've been talking on Instagram about it quite a bit, Venus and Uranus, and Venus is the goddess and we're still in the aspect because it's still hanging in the air. It's still very close. The two planets are still very close and Venus is the feminine and Uranus is not. (laughs) And Uranus is an energy that is disruptive. And so I saw this as a disruption um, to our typical processing of what we consider the feminine. And if you are doing one thing over and over and again, Uranus is going to come in and say, no, 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 you got to turn this upside down and do it this way now. Or it's going to force you to do things differently because that's what Uranus does. It gets the cage rattled. It gets us out of our routine. Uranus will never let you stay in a routine. And as I've said a thousand times here, whatever you expect with Uranus is not what you get because you can make that list of a thousand things and Uranus gives you something else. So many people had many different experiences. And for some people, it was, you know, going to see some innovative art. For some people, it was, you know, relationship bumps in the road. For some people, it just meant a deeper processing of the feminine. And that was in my case, what was going on. And it's a very interesting dynamic um, because the feminine is the receptive and the masculine is the creative. And we are living in a very masculine society and so we don't accept the feminine as readily and we don't necessarily understand it as readily but Uranus was making sure that we did (laughs) and I posted on Instagram I posted a picture of Botticelli's Venus and of course noted Sandro Botticelli is the artist and I said look what happens here she just showed up Venus just showed up she didn't assert herself she arrived and everyone rushed to her side and you know, they're running to um, cloak her because she's coming up naked on a clamshell and the Zephyr winds are there adorning her and, and drying her off with the, with the breeze. And, you know, here she is, the goddess, arising from the sea. And it's like she just showed up and everyone came to her. And so this is the nature of Venus. And um, you know, even though Aphrodite in mythology has caused some issues, you know, she, she starts trouble sometimes when things don't go the way she wants them to. Um, but she's 
clearly playing with another planet at that time, and yesterday she was playing with Uranus. So I think that when we start to embrace these big energies, when an inner planet crosses an outer planet, we have to start looking at the deeper picture of the what's defining this. And in this case, Uranus was saying, do something different than you normally do. I had to act differently than I normally would, and I am still in a process of embracing what I would not normally do. So I think that this has been an interesting dynamic because I could have continued to behave a certain way, but I couldn't. <laughs> I was stopped in that, in doing that. And I had to say, okay, I'm, I'm letting go and releasing. And a lot of times the outer planets and Saturn ask us to just let go. Saturn likes us to work for sure, but there are times when we have to step back and not, and not work. We have to um, do the work and then take a step back and look at the work, you know. But uh, outer planets always win. The slower moving planet always wins. So when Venus crosses Uranus, um, Uranus is going to win, <laughs> You know, and so Venus may come in and, and seduce Uranus or try to, and it really is an aspect of Uranus saying, okay, look, you know, I'm in charge here. So, so Venus colors the energies of Uranus. And so it was a, it was a very interesting dynamic that we had to navigate. And that's often what happens when outer planets get involved. So moving forward, um, it's going to be very interesting as we get into now a Mars energy because Mars is the masculine and Mars is going to meet with Chiron on Wednesday and it's already, you know, meeting up with Chiron. We're already feeling it. And so what I said today on Instagram was posting Venus and Uranus, you know, I posted that Venus and Uranus, okay, they rattled, that rattled the cage. And now what's surfacing? Our wounds surfacing, our behaviors surfacing what's surfacing that we want to heal because as mars goes to chiron mars and chiron are asking for us to really take some action and heal a wound or notice what wounds we want to heal because mars is saying okay like you know it's it's mars is agitating you know uranus is agitating but mars is agitating and it's going to come to chiron this week on wednesday 10 17 a.m eastern time and but we're feeling it, like I said, and it's an agitating wound thing. So your wounds are being awakened. And if you wake up in the morning with feeling your wounds, you're like, oh, I've got to go lick my wounds. I've got to go, you know, maybe assert myself a little bit and find out what this is about and connect with this process of understanding what those wounds are. They may be triggered Mars is a trigger. Your wounds may get triggered. We may all get triggered by wounds this week. So this is where, and they may be angry wounds. <laughs> they may be triggers that bring up anger. So if that's the case, we all need to be aware that this is coming down the, the freeway here towards us and we're finishing up with Venus and Uranus and we're moving into Mars and Chiron. And if you feel hurt or triggered, you have to look at that and you have to sit with it and you have to process that. And Mars, you know, just the act of processing is taking action and that's Mars. And it doesn't mean you go, you son of a, you know what, you point at someone and you're blaming them and they triggered you and 
No, <laughs> no. You have to say, okay, now I'm triggered. Don't let the anger explode all over the place. What you do is take the anger and say, okay, I'm going to use the energy wisely here and maybe go for a walk or exercise or, uh, you know, generate some heat, like, you know, jump on your trampoline. Maybe you have to go in a room and scream. Okay. But if you get triggered and we all may get triggered or it just may surface on its own, maybe Uranus and Venus were the initial trigger. Just be self-aware, really, really, really work with your awareness and see where this trigger may be coming from because it could be in your ancient history or it could be something very, very recent. And, and undoubtedly, like when these things happen, there may be an ancient history that gets triggered by a recent event. So we have to sit with all of this and, and work on the process of it. And, you know, Mars and Chiron, I remember when I first took homeopathy, when I went to a homeopath for the first time, I was very excited about it. It was like in 2001. And I think Mars and Chiron were together during that process. And I remember thinking, wow, this is going to be really fascinating. And this is, you know, I love homeopathy and I think homeopathy is a really a brilliant um, science. And um, what happens is, and Mars and Chiron are really good metaphors for, or homeopathy is a good metaphor for, for Mars and Chiron, because when you take a homeopathic remedy, it starts to work on the layers of what's been under the surface for who knows how long. And you start to watch things manifest and you're like, where did this come from? And it's, it's your own healing process that you're watching. Like, wow, what is this? And it's, this is the Chiron part. Now, remember Chiron is the wounded healer, but he's not a healer that was wounded and is now healed. He's someone that we are, you know, when we have him in our chart, everybody has him in our chart and he's an Aries now. It's about the wound of individuality right now. And it's about being your individual self and not being criticized or expected to behave as somebody else wants you to behave. It's allowing yourself to be who you are. And so that may be a trigger, like this is who I am and this is how I am. And, you know, there's no apologies for that. There's, there's a recoil in like people like expecting you to be the way they expect you to be or want you to be or, and Mars and and Chiron and Aries are telling us to be the individual without getting punchy, <laughs> you know, without getting punchy. And it's, it's where we go back and, and look at the wound and lick our wounds and, and, you know, connect to the wounds and understand them and give them time and, and work with them and not go, oh yeah, that, and, and just walk away. No, it's, it's important to be there. And, you know, um, the moon will be in Capricorn as of Tuesday, late, later on Tuesday, 6, 14 PM, the moon will enter Capricorn. And by the time, you know, um, you know, Mars and Chiron are interacting, the moon is going to get involved later that day. So the moon is going to square both of them, like one, 7.23 p.m., the moon will square Chiron, and the moon will square Mars at 7.50 p.m. That's all Eastern time. And so, interestingly, it's going to get a little trigger later in the day from the moon. So again, here we are with another 
big energy aspect and the moon is getting involved. And so I find that very interesting. It's, it's really asking us to look at our emotions and really connect to them and really process things maybe a little differently and be kind to yourself. My goodness, do not criticize yourself. Do not allow yourself to think this is every single thing is your responsibility. Please be kind to yourself during this because it, it really does, um, it does give you an insight into your own wounds and your own life. And it does not, we don't expect each other to be so hard on ourselves. So please, please be gentle with yourself in the process. You deserve it. So prior to Wednesday, there's other exciting things going on. And one of them is a full moon at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. So once again, the sun is in Gemini and we're in the middle of Gemini moving toward the end of Gemini. And on Tuesday, the 14th, the moon will be opposite in Sagittarius. Now, the moon is in Sagittarius now, as I said, but it will get into the later part of Sagittarius for that full moon on Tuesday. And the full moon occurs 7.52 a.m. on Tuesday, Eastern Time. And so they are going to be the sun and the moon connecting with Neptune. Neptune is now at 25 degrees of Pisces and the moon will make a square to Neptune at 10:58 a.m. Eastern time. So, a few hours after the actual full moon. And the sun won't get there till Thursday, but it's still hot. <laughs> it's still a hot time. Um so here we have this full moon and it's Gemini and Sagittarius are the energies and then we're we're mutable. This is what we call mutable energy. And Neptune is the planet of illusion and delusion and vision and sensitivity and psychic ability and where we uh, meditate and go into the psychic realms and the spirit realms. And, and so the sun and the moon connecting with Neptune, this is going to be a very interesting full moon. It's important once again, to tap into the greater energies here. We've got an outer planet with the new moon. I mean, the full moon. We are dealing with uh, outer energies that are intangible because Neptune is all the intangibles. So if you feel this full moon and there's emotions surfacing once again, because remember, we're still going to be having the Mars Chiron. So this is a very interesting dynamic. I expect there's going to be intangible feelings and sensations happening as the full moon occurs and the moon gets together with Neptune a couple hours later. And it's like, okay, what's this? This is, where is this coming from? What am I processing? And we don't always see things clearly with Neptune. We, we have to make sure we're not blindsided by Neptune and we have to make sure that we are not, um, deluding ourselves under this Neptune and that no one else is, you know, throwing, uh, throwing delusion in our face, you know, like they're trying to fool us. So it's again, you know, the way through Neptune is staying keenly aware, keenly aware of what happens when we get, um, you know, a full moon involved with this and where our emotions are when they start to get entangled with these intangibles. And so it's not really clear what happens. Okay. And maybe later on you'll go, huh, what was that? What was that? 
I, I really, I don't understand what that was. Okay. Whew. Uh, I, I feel a little overwhelmed. And, and maybe you have, you'll have an interaction with someone in the earlier part of the day that manifests as something that's not clear. You know, and this is another one of those times when we have to step back and like process the emotions. It's, and then, you know, it may just be something extremely creative for you. You, you know, you're in your creative process. You're in a, a real dynamic creativity in that moment. And that's great. But it's interesting, you know, the last lunation was the one that kicked out the eclipses. And now we're moving forward in life and we're past the eclipses and we're not entangled with that anymore. But now we have an outer planet as part of this lunation. And it's, it's always a little more special when the outer planets are involved. <laughs> it's always a dynamic that is, you know, something we don't expect or something we, you know, that makes us go deep or something that is asking for our attention in some way. So watch your feelings on Tuesday morning. Watch how that manifests in your life and how it processes. And it may be something you can't put your finger on because that's the nature of Neptune. It may be something you can't, um, you can't grasp. And so just be with it. You know, that's the thing. When you can't get too tangible with emotions, you just have to be with them. You have to be with them and, um, you know, try to find a better experience. Sit with it. If you wake up sad, you wake up confused, you wake up agitated, take some time, breathe, and just connect to whatever it is and allow it to be and let it, allow it to pass through yourself. Um, my, my coach mentor tells us to, she says, this is when the, oh, I'm going into the tunnel. <laughs> I'm going into the tunnel. And if there's some uh, unsavory feelings that come up as a result of Neptune. Yeah, Neptune's like the unfathomable, the unconscious. It's like it just swells like the, the ocean and, and brings all of these waves of feelings to us that are unfathomable. So if you get, you're getting into that, if it's an unfathomable feeling and you're going into the tunnel, just shine a light, you know, into the tunnel and just be with it and let the emotions pass through your being. And if it takes, you know, a little while, that's fine. But, and if you, you can't sit with it because you've got to work or you've got responsibilities, it's good to just connect with the feeling as much as you can and just be with it, present with it during the day. Um, that uh, moon is also going to make an, a dynamic with Saturn. Um so in between the full moon and then getting to Neptune, the moon will make a nice relationship sextile to Saturn. So it, that's very tangible, you know, that's very tangible. So the moon's going to be in Sag and Saturn's in Aquarius and the moon will make a, a smooth aspect to Saturn. So it'll talk smoothly to Saturn, which is about structure and, um, you know, being able to grab something tangible from this. So you should be able to verbally express how you're feeling. And moon's going to be in a fire sign. So Sag just, Sag loves knowing and understanding and learning and, and gaining knowledge. And so working with Saturn and Neptune during that time will also um, help that knowledge, you know, help you to gain some knowledge probably about your feelings. So that's good. 
And Mercury goes into Gemini tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I'm working backwards a little bit. Mercury is finishing up its tour of duty in Taurus. It is not going backwards again. <laughs> it's it's finishing Taurus. You know, it was in Taurus and it trined Pluto and then it came back to Taurus after it was in Gemini, trined Pluto again. That trined Pluto again the other day and there was like a pattern of information happening, you know, where Pluto was concerned. And then we move into Mercury going back into its own sign, which is where it went retrograde. And it's still a little slow because it's not going to zip through those early degrees of Gemini. It's, it's actually going to take until Saturday to come out of its shadow and get to that four degree plus point where it went retrograde, you know, a while ago and, you know, and then moved back into Taurus. So all this time, you know, Mercury has been moving kind of slowly and now it's going to take another week just to go four degrees, you know, it's going to go into Gemini to 11.27 a.m. tomorrow Eastern time and then take till Saturday, the 18th, five days, to get past, you know, the, the point of where it went retrograde, which was very early Gemini. So Mercury likes to be in Gemini. We like to feel um, in control of our thoughts and our ideas and our thinking processes. And this should be a nice release in this week as Mercury goes forward in its own sign. It's, it's moving. And once we get past Saturday, Mercury will start to pick up some speed and, and march through its own sign. So it likes, it likes Gemini. It likes that experience of, you know, being able to express itself accurately and with details and in a very thoughtful way. So we're going to get more thoughtful in these next few days. And maybe some new things will occur to us because Mercury will have passed over this point. The point that Mercury's in this week, this is what we call a shadow. You know, it's still in the place where it's, it went over a couple of times. It reached this point, went retrograde, went back over it again. So we're getting the third passage this week of Mercury in this area of the Zodiac. And some new thoughts and new ponderings may come forward as a result of reconnecting with that energy. Um, so then on Saturday also, um, Venus is going to square Saturn. So Venus is in her own sign of Taurus, as we know, because she met with Uranus yesterday, and she is moving through um, the position of like towards the end of the sign, and she's going to square Saturn, who's at like 25. And that's going to be, that's always an interesting one. You know, this is where Venus moves, and she'll do this once, you know, she'll do this once, and then later in the year, she'll do it again. But right now, Taurus, like when she goes into Scorpio much later this year, she'll, she'll square again. But she's now talking to Saturn in a challenging way. And one of the things about Venus and Saturn is it's a feeling of being separated from love. And that's, we always like, oh, it's Venus Saturn time. It's like, it's a trigger. If you have a Venus Saturn square in your chart or any kind of Venus Saturn, you're going to feel this. And Venus is about warmth, especially in her own sign. And Saturn's chilly. And so 
she's going to meet with Saturn and she may be rebuffed and she may be ignored and she may not receive the warmth that she wants. Not that she's needy, but she's experiencing something like a brick wall or a, a moment of not feeling loved. And this could very well be yourself. You know, you feel unloved yourself and it doesn't have to do with anybody in your life. It could be, you could be really critical of yourself. And, you know, here we are again. The moon is going to touch Saturn earlier that day on Saturday. So even though Venus won't get to Saturn until later in the day, the moon is going to conjunct Saturn at 10.47 a.m. and will have squared Venus at 10.10 a.m. because the moon will be in Aquarius that day. And so, well... There we are again. So the moon, it's its interesting. The moon has been involved in all these bigger aspects since yesterday. You know, moon was involved with Venus and Uranus. Moon will be involved with Chiron and Mars. Moon is going to be involved when Saturn and Venus connect. And so this is, again, more emotions. And so we are, we're having an emotional time. Since yesterday and through this next week, we are, we are being really asked to connect and understand our emotions and move through the energy and not allow it to stop us. You know, Saturn's like, well, maybe I can't take a risk and ask that person out, or I can't call that person that I like so much because they're going to reject me. There's, there's that, oh, I might be rejected thing going on with Saturn. And so it's, it's a little hard to imagine you know, what could happen with Venus and Saturn. But this is a, a generally, that's, that's one of the things that happens. Oh, I'll be rejected. I'm not going there. Or why would anybody, you know, want to go with me? Or, you know, oh, I just can't be successful. It's just, and these are heavy emotions. So when we have heavy emotions, and I learned this today, we, do, we, um, we have to just go do something. We have to go do something, you know, um, and not wallow in them. And we were talking about like our emotions and money today. And, and it's like, one of the things about it is money doesn't like heavy emotions. Money wants to be in the presence of joy and Venus and Saturn. If you get heavy and your emotions are heavy, it's, it's not a time to be like, I, I mean, it's interesting because that is a, a classic aspect of being responsible for your finances. And if you have to deal with them and you're dealing with tax things or fa finance matters, yes, obviously. But if you're trying to put like offers out and make money and do sales and stuff, it's probably not the day to do it. You know, it's a Saturday. So, but it may be just not the best day to like feeling, feeling good about what you're putting out there to sell, <laughs> um, marketing and stuff. So it might be good strategy, like time to come up with some strategies, but it's not going to feel good to put yourself out there for like gaining in that time. It's good to work through the heavy emotions. It's good to work through the, oh, nobody wants me kind of rejection aspects that could be coming out of that. So that's, that's another powerful, profound aspect. So we, we're having a lot of intense things happen, you know, and Mercury, Mercury's got his own thing going on as he passes through the last part of the retrograde. So he's bringing us some information this week. So we've got Mercury bringing us information. We've got Mars and Chiron asking us to look at our wounds. We've got the full moon with Neptune asking us to not be blindsided and to really be honest with ourselves and look deeply into, you know, our feelings. And we're also getting Venus and Saturn. And 
And not to mention that the sun is going to be squaring Neptune. Once we get, you know, there's the full moon and then the sun meets Neptune exactly on Thursday where the moon will have met it on Tuesday. And there's, there's a lot of this Neptune. So we've got some very deep things going on this week and we've got to go in deep. We're being asked to go in deep and to not, not fool ourselves, not kid ourselves, but also not criticize ourselves. Venus Saturn can be very critical of self and Mars Chiron can be very critical of self and angry, and especially in Aries. And so we want to just maintain our cool and work through these dynamics and navigate the emotions of the week. And this is going to be a lot of in and out and in and out and working through, you know, knowing when to stop, knowing when to step back, knowing when to go forward, knowing when to be kind to ourselves and just process. Big emotional week ahead. Big emotional week. So we've got lots of dynamics happening and we have to take care of ourselves. Um, You know, Neptune's a healing energy too. Chirons can be a healing energy, making us look at things that, you know, we need to heal. So it's, it's a good time to like get into the healing work and do things that feel healing to you. If it means sitting with a cup of tea in the afternoon and just, you know, resting, reading a book or just resting, then that's fine. And if you have to lay down in the afternoon, go do it. And if you have to take time to just process in the mornings, a lot of times I'm not active in the morning. You'll see me post an Instagram in the middle of the afternoon. Why? Because in the morning I take time for me. And it's a very important thing to take time for ourselves. So this is one of those weeks when we want to be gentle with ourselves and, uh, take, take the necessary steps to be healing and, and kind to ourselves. And so the moon is in Sagittarius now, and it will be in Sagittarius go void at 10 58 AM when it squares Neptune on Tuesday and then enters Capricorn at 6 14 PM. So from like 11 AM to 6 14 PM Eastern time, it is void. And so do what you need to do. That's a good time to heal Tuesday. It'll be in Capricorn the rest of Tuesday, Wednesday, it'll go void in Capricorn when it conjuncts Pluto 2.41 p.m. on Thursday, and then goes into Aquarius at 5.44 p.m., so like three hours of void, goes into Aquarius, spends the next few days in Aquarius, and goes void in Aquarius when it trines the sun in Gemini at 2.50 p.m. on Saturday the 18th, and then eventually goes into Pisces at 7.01 p.m. So it's a few hours of void on a Saturday afternoon. That's not a big deal. And that's about it for the week. So I thank you so much for listening. Take this week to heal and process and be close to yourself. Journal. You know, Mercury's going to be in Gemini. Sun's still in Gemini. Journal. Talk with yourself and just work through things and process. Blessings to each and every one of you. If you need to contact me, reach out to me. Uh, my Instagram, somebody's reaching out to me here. My Instagram is the golden astrologer. My website is the golden astrologer.com and, uh, booking with me is going to the golden astrologer.com book online. My email is info at the golden astrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com. I'm here on Sundays with the golden astrologer podcast and, and that's about it. Blessings to all gratitude for listening. Thank you.